podcast TV with my mom, the podcast where me and my mom talk about TV. Hi, Mom. Hi, Rachel. How's it shaking today? Well, I think we can tell by the fact that I'm at your house <laughs> recording this podcast and not at my own that I did not win last week's bet. Nope. Um, but other than that, I'm doing okay. <laughs> we didn't, did we make our, oh, we did make our predictions on the podcast. That was the entire episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That wasn't thought, just you and me hanging out. <laughs> I wonder if our viewers at home kept track. <laughs> maybe. Maybe they did. Well, probably not. But anyway. <laughs> Whatever. Um, uh, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you. And yourself? Feeling much better from my <sighs> sickliness. Yeah, you should post that picture I sent of your like, no, sickness No, it's too face. sad. So yeah, I was when we recorded the podcast two Sundays ago, I was starting to feel a little sick. And then I got hit by, like, a terrible infection, bacterial infection in my lungs. And I was out. I couldn't even, there was nothing I could do. She couldn't function for a week. That's why the podcast got posted so late. But we are back on schedule here today. And she's back in fighting form. Antibiotics, man. But she still coughs. Thank goodness. Yes. But anyway. Anywho. um, Do you want to sing a little song? Because... For our okay. Da, 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 da. <laughs> um, yeah, TV news. So uh, this TV news segment, we're just going to talk about the Emmys because they just uh, aired yes. yesterday. Yes, they did. Last night. Way past my bedtime. So there were 10 categories that you and I bet on. Yep. And uh, we said, if I got the most correct... You would have to come and record the podcast at my house. Yes. And if you got the most correct, I would have to clean out your pantry closet for you. Yes. And if neither of us got the bo- most correct, so we tied, we're we were going to go out, out to, to a fancy dinner. dinner with fancy little hats on. Yes. That's what we're going to do. I don't know about the hats, but we'll go out to dinner. <laughs> because the what happened was we each got four correct. We did. I was so excited because the first thing that the first category that happened first what is it called category okay first category that happened i won what was it uh i don't remember hold on it was <laughs> um tony shalhoub i you know when i saw that i there was i did not i didn't think there was a chance that tony shalhoub would win that category when it happened i almost i just sat straight up in bed i was like oh my god i'm gonna win <laughs> so yeah mom got best uh, supporting actor in a comedy right for tony shalhoub yes and then the next one was best supporting actress they had a commercial break Hmm. And then they came back with Best Supporting Actress, and I was rooting for Kate McKinnon. And of course, I was correct with and Alex Borstein. you won it with Alex Borstein. 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 Both from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes, and her acceptance speech was adorable. I saw. Yes. All right, I looked at it online the next day. Yes. So, okay, we're, we're one and one right then. One and one, and then I don't know which categories came but next because right. well, I fell happened? asleep. But uh, lead comedy actress, mm-hmm. the winner was Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Bridge. And I had said it was going to be Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And I said Catherine O'Hara. Right. So, I mean, er, I figured Julia Louis-Dreyfus because it was the last season of Veep, but I forgot that Fleabag is also done. That was the end of its... It, oh. Second season was its last season. So this oh, was the last chance for her to win that award, too. Oh. So I should I have thought that. about that, but I didn't. Uh, the next one, uh, lead comedy actor, we both picked Bill Hader. Of course. I love him. Got I want right. him to live in my upstairs spare bedroom. 
I just saw It Chapter 2 with him, and I was like, man, he really made that movie so great. He and the guy who played Eddie, they were so funny. He cracks me up. Nope, just talking. Mm. He just cracks me up. All right, so then we'll switch over to Best Supporting Drama Actress. Mm. Uh, The winner was the lady from From Ozark. Ozark. Who would have thought? Garner. Um, Julia Garner. I had guessed that it was going to be... Gwen... Not Gwendolyn Stefani, Christie. Uh, so yes. we had both picked a Game of Thrones actress, and no Game of Thrones actresses won. Nope, they did not. Such a bummer. Maybe it was like payback for a crappy last season. Well, I mean, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> I would have, I would have believed you on that, except that the drama category for best drama, yeah, went was, to Game of Thrones. Went to Game of Thrones, even though was... everybody hated the last season. Yeah, it well, still won. I mean, Peter Dinklage did win. Yeah, we did. We get that both right. Yes. Yeah, that was the other one we got right. Her, so yeah. what about uh, what about the other categories? One moment, please. Uh, best drama, of course, was Game of Thrones. I had said best, Succession. You had said Killing Eve, and it yeah. went to Game of Thrones. Uh, best comedy, I said Barry. Oh. You said Veep, and, and it, it was uh, Fleabag. Oh, neither of us got it right. Not, nope, that was a big no. See the big no I next see that. to my note. Yep. And then lead actor drama, you picked Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. I picked Jason Bateman. You're both and wrong. Billy Porter? Billy Porter for Pose. Pose. Yeah. We were, and I cool. said, I think Billy Porter could win this category, but I don't know anything about the show except that it's been talked about a lot. Yeah. So now I feel like I need to watch Pose. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Uh, and then lead actress drama, we both picked uh, jo- Julie, Judy, Jodie Comer. Jodie Comer. From uh, where? Killing Eve. Killing Eve. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm happy that we both did pretty well in our predictions, even though Game of Thrones surprised me. Yeah, I was beginning. And the Ozark. Winner surprised me too. Makes me feel like I should watch Ozark. Is that Ozark. the wife? Jason I have Pace no idea. Wife? I don't know anything. I've about only the show. watched a few Ozarks and I didn't get back into it, but maybe I will. Anyway, <clears throat> but I was going to tell you that uh, I didn't stay up for most of the Emmys, but I did uh, wanted to, wanted to see some of the acceptance uh, things. Yeah. So I was looking for the Peter Dinklage one, but I got Game of Thrones presenting uh some sort of award and they brought out the whole cast oh yeah and i was telling you this before when you told me to shut up and well i told you to save it for the podcast yeah that too. yeah that too but anyway they brought them they they you know play the game of thrones music the whole audience stands up uh-huh. and there's like there must have been like 10 people up there like the the, main... the whole cast no oh i told you they're missing a couple they oh. missed oh Jon Snow's best friend, the red-haired guy. Tormund. And then the other dude, the big guy. The big guy from the wall guy. <laughs> oh, Samuel Tarly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, when you when you said big guy, I was thinking like another person like Tormund, like a giant or like. No, no, just a big You guy. just mean like, yeah, Samuel. Like a big guy. You know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. He wasn't there. Neither was his wife. Huh. But, um, oh, and then they're scanning the crowd because they're showing the whole crowd like on their feet and who's in the audience standing there but um the no leg guy <laughs> what's his Bran. name yeah sorry Isaac Hempstead right yeah he, he wasn't was on a, the stage no he wasn't on the stage he was in the audience the, the king of the seven kingdoms yeah, the at the end of the won. season is well, not they, on the stage no they had like so Sophie Turner and Maisie Williams of course and then they had um Amelia Clark, Jon Snow, Peter Dinklage, I'm guessing. Yes. Uh, John Kit Harrington. Yes. Um, Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn Christie. Her outfit he... was crazy. She looked like she walked out of a Renaissance painting. She did. Crazy. She did. They started 
like with Kit Harrington when they announced when he started talking, the whole crowd was like, "Woo!" screaming. Yeah. And then the next one was the Dragon Lady, Amelia and they all started screaming for her. And then they, Gwendolyn Christie was next, and she started talking, and they all started screaming for her. And Aww. she was just like, you know, choked up about it. That's nice. It was very cute, but I was sad that they kept the king in the audience. That's a little weird. Maybe he doesn't like to talk in public. Anyway, um, it was a, I don't think they had a host for the Emmys, which was interesting. Yeah, I heard there were a lot of jokes made about the lack of host. Yeah, but, you know, I didn't stand for the whole thing. I heard that, um, well, what's his face? I'm never going to remember his name. Uh, he did, he was doing sort of the voiceover stuff announcing the... They had a, a yeah, I don't remember <clears throat> his name either. They Thomas Shannon. Him, I did remember it. Yeah, they showed him <laughs> once. He made a like a serious dig at Felicity Huffman. Yes. Um, or something about she weeks are going to go by pretty quick. Yeah, because she's in jail for <laughs> yeah is fourteen she days. She got fourteen days. Is she in jail now? I don't know if I said the right name just then with Thomas Shannon. Uh, I can't remember. I saw him once. I don't remember him well. I'm trying. To How would I remember that. anybody's name? I don't do normally. I like that Brian Cranston started it out. Why are they just calling him Emmy? Thomas Lennon. Thomas Lennon. Yeah. He was the one that made the dig at Felicity Huffman. Anyway. Anywho. That was the Emmys. That was the Emmys 4 to 4. All right. That was TV news, everybody. The end. What are we going to talk about on the actual podcast today? Um. Well, I thought we were going to talk about succession. We sure are. And how It's much... going to be a SmackDown debate episode. I don't know what to do for that. <laughs> we haven't done one in a while. When was our last debate? I don't know. I have no idea. Sometimes I feel a little bit on the um, low end on the of the debate scale. What's that mean? I don't like confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Fair enough. Um, I just, it just it just brings me down, man. This is a different situation because Succession obviously is a very popular show, although it didn't win any awards it as did far not. as I can tell. Um, not that I said. But people are talking about it a lot. It's on HBO. Mm-hmm. I have watched four episodes, and I'm just not into it. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, you. I'm so into it. It almost reminds me a little bit of the West Wing with the... Ver- no, no, no. Don't make, that fa- don't make that face. Okay, I'm sorry. With the verbal uh, back and forth. The banter. The banter, yes. Just because it's quick. Yeah. It's not... There's not a lot of dragging. But the thing about West Wing, not that we need to, like, make this a debate about whether or not West Wing is a better show than Succession, but, like... Well, I th- it probably is. The characters but... on West Wing are so likable. <laughs> and, like, you root for them, and you want them to succeed, and they yeah. feel like... You feel, like, empathy for them. Everybody is a shit on Succession. They all suck. <laughs> and, like, it's a little bit, like, Shakespearean in the level of tragedy, where it's, like miscommunication between yeah. the father and son that keeps just making things worse and worse and worse. You, But I so enjoy... I mean, I started watching it and I was rooting for Kendall. He's the oldest son. Not rooting for him, but... I the oldest to... son or the one that takes over as CEO? Oh, the one that takes over as CEO. Yeah, because the oldest son is sort of like a weird space cadet. Who yeah. It, you know, can't well, he be has trusted. his own set of problems. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really bizarre. Right. But, uh, and he doesn't want to get involved, but then he gets involved and it's right. just ridiculous. But Kendall is uh, the next in line to take over for his father. Right. Um, who suffers a stroke. He's getting old. And they're questioning his decisions, the right. father's decisions. But um, So the father's played by Brian Cox, 
uh, Logan Roy. And Kendall Roy is played by Jeremy Strong. I just wanted to throw okay. that in there. But uh, I just, I mean, you you think that Kendall is probably a fuck up, but then you kind of hope that he's not and that it'll go his way. Yeah, well, I mean, for the first episodes that I've seen, he's a recovering drug addict. Yes. You don't know much about it except that they keep making fun of him for the fact that he used to be on coke. Yes, separated from his wife. Separated from his wife, but still wants her back in his life and is yes. a little desperate about it. Uh, yeah. And thinks that he's doing right by the company and like making these good moves, but maybe is a little naive about the nature of the company itself and how... Um, yeah. Messed up it is. Well, I think, I mean, you saw that his father had the stroke. Yeah. He was in the hospital. They didn't know if he was going to make it. He, the father, and he wakes up from his coma or whatever mm-hmm. he was in, and he's home, and Kendall gets a call from his stepmother saying, your father wants to see you, mm-hmm. after Kendall's been doing all this work to keep right. the company then- afloat, and blah, 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 and... He sits down in front of his dad. And all he's, proud that he's like done yeah, the good stuff and he needed to do. I've got this. I've got this. And all his father says is, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Which just, I mean, I felt bad for Kendall, but it just cracked me up. I mean, it oh, was okay. just. So I was going to say, like, what what is it that you're enjoying about the show? And you're finding the comedy in it. I am. I mean, poor Kendall. I feel so bad for him, but it just, I want to see what happens to him. I want to. And then Karen. Culkin? Kieran Culkin, yeah. Oh my god. He just I I want him in every episode. <laughs> he just cracks me up with how mean and nasty he is. <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> I mean he says what's on his mind and I mean he's a he's a screwball too. I mean yeah. the whole family is kinda They're all really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, so, yeah. I mean, I, I think I agree with you. There's something, like I said, there's something Shakespearean about it. There's, like, they're big, over-the-top characters that are dealing, and it's kind of tragic and the miscommunication and, like, yeah. the crazy stuff going on in the family dynamics. And it's also a little bit like, you know, somebody's playing the fool or um, yeah, you know, the, the comic relief of the story. But... I don't find any of them relatable in any way. <laughs> I guess, I mean, it's not that I find them relatable. I just find them enjoyable to yeah, watch. They're intriguing. They're intriguing. I want to know what's going to come out of, uh, I don't even know what uh, Karen's character's name is. Uh, something Roy. They're all the Roys. Uh, Rom- Romulus? Rom- Roman. Roman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it just, I mean, he just cracks me up. Yeah. You know, and then there's a there's a daughter, and the daughter is in politics. She's like a she's a fixer. She's a fixer or something. And her name and, is Shiv. Yeah. It's Siobhan, but like to me, it's so funny that it's abbreviated yeah. to Shiv. Yeah, they keep calling her Shiv, and it's like, what the hell? Yeah. And then it's like her husband. Does he is he really in love with her? Does he Matthew McFadden? Does he just want the money? Um, yeah. Then he starts to see that she's kind of doing some tricky stuff behind the scenes and he's realizing that you know she might not be as sincere as Mm. you know she is and then there's a cousin that comes into the picture and the cousin is like has no money i don't know his name greg greg has no money everybody treats him like shit he's played by nicholas but and they use him Mm. but he's like storing information 
I think, to... He like, might have a little bit of a side hustle going on. Oh, yeah, he might. So <clears throat> the sister, uh, Shiv's husband is played by, or partner is played by Matthew McFadden, who uh-huh. was Darcy in the Pride and Prejudice remake with... Um, oh. What's her face? I don't know. Kira Knightley. Oh. Obviously, you know that I have a soft spot for Jane Austen novels. Yes, you do. And I love that... Um, I thought they did a great job with that Pride and Prejudice. Ang Lee did a great job with it. And um, anyway, to see him go from like Darcy <laughs> to this guy, oh. Oh my <laughs> he, God. Who, who just sucks. Like he has no backbone and yeah. he's kind of an idiot. And he's like, he's trying to fit in. With oh, the, it's just uh, embarrassing. He's embarrassing. It is. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's cringy. The show is cringy. It's not so cringy as, like, Highlander. Outlander. Outlander. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I always get those confused. I mean, I love Outlander. (laughs) I know you do. But Outlander has, like, heroes, characters that you, like, root for and love. No. Maybe it's just, like, it's the same reason why I never watched... Like The Sopranos, or I couldn't get into Mad Men, and there's they're amazing shows. I didn't watch either of those either. Well, I'm not saying that you had to, but I'm saying the reason why I'm not into Succession is maybe because I have a problem relating to shows where Uh, the characters are all assholes. Yeah, I guess you know maybe it's like one asshole to another. (laughs) What are you calling yourself an ass? Sometimes it can be. (laughs) No, that's not true. Oh come on! Oh, let's not go there. I have my moments. Um, I mean, I get it. I, I, I get that the show is good. I just, like, I'm not as um, interested in it as I wish I could be. All like, right. I think the acting is really great. And I think the writing is really great. Um, the scene where uh, Karen Culkin, Roman, pulls Shiv into, like, a, a theater room at the hospital, like a, a lecture hall at the hospital uh-huh. to try and debate with her about something, and they get into, like, a, a fight? fight, and they're like, punching each other it's hilarious oh yeah it, it is really funny there's stuff like that and the one-liners that, that karen calkin's character says is really funny oh. and i think the guy um who plays the actual oldest son um alan ruck yeah who's from um the movie um ferris bueller's day off yeah he's from ferris bueller's day off i'm sure he's done other stuff too, i think but... his character's really funny he like, is his his weird conspiracy theories and oh. like he cracks me up but um yeah i just they all have major problems, and I think um, in the next episode of the maybe two in, from what I'm on, they bring in the their actual mother. Oh, and I just read like a little blurb about what she's like, and I guess she's exactly like the father. Mm. So then you kind of know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, raised my parents like that. Yeah. So you're still in the first season. I'm still in the first season, probably. I probably have like four episodes left, mm-hmm. um, which I hope to get caught up on. Um, Is there a second season? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the second season started... Must have started you. recently. Well, Claudia said... Uh, no, the second season started in August, and it has two more episodes to air. Claudia recommended Succession, one of our oh, listeners. One of our viewers. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think I'll probably keep watching it eventually. It's just not one that I'm, like, binge-watching. Yeah, no, that's cool. I can handle that. You know, sometimes shows are a little too depressing to binge-watch. Well, I, I totally gave up on uh, Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, I who hasn't at this point? I couldn't. Point? It was too much. It just yeah. made me so sad. 
But I felt the same way about Fleabag, which I finished watching last week when I was sick, and I was like, this is such a downer. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch, I didn't finish The it. first season, I didn't watch the second, but. Really? Yeah, I think we heard the second season was good, but. Right. I don't know. I, so, wasn't, I wasn't into it. Do you want to take a Rotten Tomato guess? Rotten Tomato guess on Lur Succession? Yes. Would be, I'm going to give it a 87. It is a 91% fresh. I was so damn close. Which is really good. I almost said 92. Um. Yeah, and like they rate episodes as well. And oh. um, actually, oh, season uh, one, Succession, eighty-seven yeah. <laughs> percent. Season two of Succession is at ninety-six percent. You know what? I so averaging to ninety-one. Should get a job at the tomato factory. You've really, you've really figured it out. out the mechanics of the tomato man. <laughs> yeah, I have. Now that I know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, eighty-seven percent on season one, ninety-six on season two, huh. averaging to ninety-one across two seasons. So. Um, it sounds like the second season is even better than the first. Wow. This is the, I'm excited. the series info. It says the Roy family, Logan Roy and his four children control one of the biggest media and entertainment conglomerates in the world. The new HBO drama succession tracks their lives as they contemplate what the future will hold for them. Once their aging father begins to step back from the company. Huh. And then we've got the critical consensus, which is. Peppering its pathos with acid wit, Succession is a divine comedy of absolute power and dysfunction brought to vivid life by a ferocious ensemble. That's season one. And season two, it says, Succession returns in darkly funny form with sharp writing, exceptional performances, and a surprising new level of sympathy for some of television's least likable characters. Oh. So, okay. Maybe interesting. You, maybe they get a little bit more... Uh, likable? Well, not. it says they're still the least likable, but maybe you get a little bit more in touch with them. Maybe. I mean, it's also hard to feel empathy for people who are just that freaking rich. Stinking rich, rich yes. <laughs> yeah, there's one scene I don't think you've gotten to yet, but it's not a, I don't think it's a spoiler. Okay. But um, Shiv's husband takes Greg out to the dinner. Cousin. yeah. And um, they just go, I mean, the dinner scene is hilarious. <laughs> well, those two characters are pretty funny. Yes. And you know what? Greg, I'm not giving it enough credit because Greg is the relatable character. He is the everyman in, oh, the, yeah. in the in the situation. He's like, he gets, he loses, he's like a part of the family distantly and loses his job in the first episode, his company job. And he's like a, he's a mascot at the theme park <laughs> and he pukes in it because he's high. Yeah. And then has to like go to New York to try and ingratiate himself with the rest of the family so he can get a job again. Yeah. His so mother like, makes him go. Yeah, his mom makes him go. And, like, yeah, his mom is the only person he keeps calling his mom and, like, complaining to her in the first couple episodes. Yes. Yeah, so he's a little bit relatable, for sure. He is, but he gets used and abused. Yeah. Really badly. <laughs> I mean, not in a bad, bad way, but in a bad way. Sure. I won't tell you. It's uh, a spoiler. Okay, well, uh, would you recommend people watch it? Yeah. Well, you know, it is the beginning of September. Now, what's the date of today? <laughs> 23rd? 25th. Well, the podcast's going to come out on the 25th. Today's the 23rd. I meant it's the beginning of the new fall season. New fall season, new fall shows about new... to premiere. Oh, yes. Um, We were talking about Prodigal Son on a previous episode. Uh-huh. My Favorite Murder, the podcast, just did an interview with Belamy Young from uh-huh. Prodigal Son, making me feel like even more that it's a show we should watch. Yeah, I think it starts tonight. Ah, I, I think you're right. I think it's tonight. I looked up new shows tonight. Monday. So maybe we'll talk about Prodigal Son in the next episode. Yeah. If it's not too scary, I'll watch it during the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I still haven't gotten over Mindhunter. I know. I have a hard time. I have to look under my bed before I go to bed. <laughs> First season of Mindhunter was way spookier than the second season. Well. We are so off track right now. Yep, sorry. Okay. Um, I'm going to give Succession a, you know, give it a try if maybe you don't have anything else more enjoyable to watch. Okay. Because I think it's good. It's just hard to watch. It is hard to watch. But once you get into it, it's, I mean, get home from work, pop the TV dinner in the oven. <laughs> do you do that frequently? No. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Let's. No, rewind. no. I liked it. Keep going. Rewind. Pop the TV dinner in the oven and. Pop the TV dinner in the oven. Put your feet up and watch some succession. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Or do the diner dash. Right. DoorDash. Is DoorDash. What she's about. Whatever. Not a sponsor. Not All right. A, we're not a sponsor. Well, do you have a word of wisdom for us, Mom? <laughs> well, I just have a short word of wisdom. I don't know. Here we go again. I don't know why it's in my notes. Yeah, but you wrote it down at some point. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I think. There's I three words written on her phone. I didn't see what they are, but there's, <laughs> it's only three words. And I think the second one is A. <laughs> no, it's not. All I wrote was love is repair. Oh. <laughs> you gonna cry? No, but that's like weirdly profound. I know. I mean, I don't know why. I I can't this is months ago. I've been like going through my words of wisdom like, you know, confetti. And um, <laughs> or something. <laughs> or something. I don't know. So what I do you think I'm, that means to you? Love is repair. I don't know. I think uh I don't remember what we were talking I think you were in the car when this happened. Mm, don't think so all right then it was your alter ego hannah (laughs) (laughs) my sister um i don't i just don't know i just you know take it to heart okay uh sometimes the words of wisdom just need to let you gotta let them like marinate in your brain yeah you know let uh let it uh flow through your bloodstream sure give people fresh starts oh changing it okay love is repair High five, she says. High five. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. In a couple of weeks, maybe we'll talk to you about Prodigal Son. Yes. And give Succession a try if you feel like watching a bummer of a show. Stop <laughs> it. It's not a bummer of a show. Don't be a dink. Okay, I'm sorry. But uh, we'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. Yes. Stay safe. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, to a... I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to TV With My Mom. You can follow us on Instagram at TV With My Mom and on Twitter at TV With Mom. And write us an email at TV With My Mom at gmail.com. And you can rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, do that. Somebody, please. It would help us out. It would. Who is our shout-out of the week? Did you have one in mind? Well, perhaps you should use the person that recommended the show to us. Perhaps we shall. Okay. Claudia! Mom loves Succession. I'm glad you recommended it to her. Thank you, Claudette. I enjoy it. And I will keep watching it. We would like to thank, as always, John Dodson for his wonderful music and... Diane Sullivan Thorson for her artwork, you know, that she did for us. (laughs) All right, guys. (laughs) Thanks again, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Night. Bye. Whatever. Night bye. Bye night. Bye night.